My guest this week is Cedric the Entertainer, and uh, I don't even know where to start. Yes. Don't ask me why I'm in this jersey. Still got that. <laughs> love an honorable man. I so, love an honorable man. Hold on. <laughs> this didn't float, Cedric. Yes. So Joe Burrow got to Cincinnati, and then it just and now look at it. I started to start starts working. to float. That's very nice. That's very good. <sighs> You guys, you know, you guys came all the way there. Guys, it was a it was a bet, game day bet. Gary hit me talking a gang of stuff. I was I was talking snack. I was like, snack. I was like, just like, like yo, like what's good? That's <laughs> <laughs> talking yeah, snack. And that brother yeah, comes yeah, out like, of me. Like, like, what's good, Sid? What's good? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so it's, we there with it. He's feeling super swaggy. After, you know, after that game, you know, the game you guys beat, who did you beat? Uh, Kansas Fred? City. Kansas City. You know, you had to feel a certain kind of way, right? Because that, that was a big team to beat. And you're like, all right, cool. So we did the bet. He had to wear the jersey. And it's also some Bitcoin on there, I believe. It's $1,000. Whoa! Here's the problem. I should have took the points. Because we did a straight, straight up, up bet. We did straight up. We had to and go. I did, and I thought about it. I tried to get out of paying you. I go, no, no, we were going to. It's points. Yeah. Everybody does you know, the points. Everybody does points. No. No. We got one, Ooh. two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, yes. seven, eight. eight. And then I did last 220s. Nice. Just in no, case we, you got to tip somebody. somebody. You never know. You got to do. Oh, the honorable man. The honorable man. That's the white of me. Ladies, <laughs> open up tootsies. I'm coming. The pink slip. Yo, oh, In St. Yeah, Louis. You know slip, boy, you know about that slip, man. It was it was 314 day this week, too, man. We celebrated St. Louis when, you know, when March, our, our zip code is uh is 314 in yeah. St. Louis. So it was March the 14th. Everybody goes crazy on three one four day. Oh, and yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, so you know, I can I can go in there and make it rain. It'll be a couple of days. The pink later, slip, dude. Oh, what? I might the pink slip. I can order. I can they, get somebody they, a couch. They come over and clean the house afterwards. The yeah. <laughs> slip. They'll be like, "Oh, you balling, balling. Yeah. Okay, what's good? <laughs> That's why I'm wearing the jersey. Uh, so he had to wear the jersey. I appreciate it. Honorable. I knew it was going to be tough for him. Yeah, everybody knows he is a true Cincinnati fan. You know, he's one of the main people to really hold Cincinnati down, you know, before they got Burrow, before, well, even when Burrow came and he had the little Way injury, before. You, you held him down, you know, and they got the, they got the great Tony the Tiger outfits and, <laughs> and everybody's running around with, the, you know, with the tiger feet and, the, you know, but... uh. But we didn't leave. Unlike your team, <laughs> we're still there. Is still shots being like, I'm just saying. Like, I, I mean, just watched Miracle, the Kurt Warner story, on the flight yesterday. <laughs> what a meaty story in St. Gonna, Louis. And I had a, I had a Marshall Falk jersey. And I was gonna like, I was like no, 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 because he's gonna kill me if I bring the Marshall Falk one. Like, no, I was like, well, yeah. let me tell you. Uh, when I went to the game, I was with uh, one of my friends. Was Lindsay, his ex-wife. Oh, okay. Lindsay yeah. Falk. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, I wouldn't let her wear Rams stuff. Is that right? <laughs> I was like, like uh, yeah. if I got you a ticket, yeah, you got to wear like, black. She goes, I can't super, wear Bengal stuff. I go, all black's fine. Super net, super neutral. All right, cool. Yeah. Everyone knew. I was like this. Tell, tell Marshall you're representing him. 
Like his right. skin color. <laughs> that is. You don't get much blacker than Barton right. <laughs> They cast it that good in that Miracle yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I this. didn't even see it. Like, oh, it's oh, it's pretty right. good. You know, it's the guy, uh, Levy, um, the guy that played Kurt Warner, he actually looked athletic. Like sometimes you watch them movies, you're like, oh, yeah. where'd like, they get him? This Not dude's like, never threw a football before, exactly. Because they, they, they spliced in real footage and then they go to the actors doing it okay. in the movie. So you'd see like Kurt Warner drop back and then it go to him. I go, oh, he, he looks like athlete. It was a little long. They thought it got long. Was it long or what happened? No, it wasn't long. I didn't think it was long, but I like football. I like football okay. movies. But yeah. I, I, I said it, his, his, his wife, his current wife, yeah. I'd have been out. Oh. Early on, when them two kids oh, and the family yeah, yeah. and oh, she yeah. had trust issues, I was like, "This, I'm gone." That's Kurt's a better man though. than me. That's what happens, <laughs> though, right? Like people, like people, gotta you know, you drive through it, and then you end up being able to tell that longer story. But relationships don't always last. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too soon. <laughs> I'm getting more shit. <laughs> No relationships work. Huh? I, no. I've been asking you to be on the podcast for like two years. Where were you a year and a half ago? This would have been fine. I could have been co-signed like, yeah, you just got to work through it. There's going to be peaks and valleys. <laughs> how did you How did you hear about my divorce? TMZ? Yeah. Yeah. It was TMZ. like, yeah. It was like, it was like oh, really? Because, you, know, like, you know, like in the wives circle, it rumbles. For whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So my wife just came up one day. Is Gary doing okay? I'm like, what? <laughs> Is Gary Owens and his wife? Are they fine? Yeah, man. Well, they good. <laughs> like, then, like, boom. Do, do, do the big TMZ oh, inside. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I had just saw him the other day. Like, <laughs> he didn't mention it. It's like a guy thing, man. We don't really oh, bring I ain't it up. Mentioned it. I wasn't going to mention nothing. It up. I wouldn't, listen, I wouldn't have mentioned nothing ever. I would have just, you would have been like, Gary, how's Kenya go? Oh, we're divorced. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I'd be like, what? I but it circles in the wife's, wives are connected through this wife network, the greater night wife network yeah. circumstance. So they actually know, like, from one wife to the next, what's going on in that whole world. And I was like, and we, you know, we're comics. We're just going to be out trying to have a good time and be fun. We're yeah. not really going to be talking about. Was what's going on inside, you know, like, yeah. you know, not in our hearts. Yeah. We're not going to reveal our hearts <laughs> to our friends. <laughs> I can't, I don't think nobody knew. No, it was like, I was like shocked. I was like, dog, you know, and of course, most of us, our image was of the TV show and y'all was fun and mm -hmm. y'all had this cool little cute relationship that everybody dug. And, yeah. Didn't see know, the outtakes. Like, you know, yeah. I'm nobody just kidding. Saw, <laughs> nobody saw like, hmm. cut, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Keep her in her dressing room. I'm just kidding. It wasn't like. <laughs> This is a reality show. You guys are in your house. Oh, yeah. Uh, Where's up? my trailer? You don't have one. <laughs> it's your bedroom. I'm gone. Y'all let me know when you're gonna shoot me, and then I'll just tell, I'll be here for my parts. But I ain't, I ain't here for all that other bull. <laughs> I just I was uh, I got off stage. I was at Marco Island at Captain Brian's. Yeah. And I got off stage two shows that night. Got off at the first show. Literally, I just check your phone. You get to the green room, and I went, "What the." It was just text messages, voicemails, and then it was all Ooh. links. And I go, oh, because we already, we already been separated so for a little yeah, bit for a while, right? And that's other thing. People don't be... know that part. So, and then when it comes out there, then it seems like so sudden for everybody. Like else. it just happened. You got to deal with it, right? 
you know, and it goes backwards, right? And then it then it brings out all the arguments because now the opinions get in, involved. And you're like, first we were cool and we was working it out. Now she ain't got fired back up, you know? Yeah. Which happens. Then it gets a little, you know, that's just, when it can. This is the most I've talked about it right now. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to be your therapist, man. I'm like, I'm glad. I'm glad you're like vending just a little bit. Yeah, is it final yet? Like anything? Uh-uh. But then be careful. No, you know, not yeah, final yet. Yeah, don't say too much. <laughs> I was saying, I'm like this. Yeah. Nope. I wonder if this thousand dollars gonna show up. Yeah. <laughs> Get a deposition. Oh, yeah. So did he have no. other thousands? We recorded this a year ago. When he pulled that out, I thought there were other thousands. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see any other thousands. I'll be honest with you. No, he gave Sid 10. He's hiding yeah, nine. Right, yeah, he, he definitely got nine more thousands. Like, no, that was not it. You notice those were more, those were a thousand dollar bills he gave him. Like, there's no. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, I'm in the deposition, sweating like, uh, like when uh, Bill Duke on Minister Society, like, you know, I'll be like, no, no, he gave it to me, but I didn't, you know, you, you fucked, fucked up, up, right? right. <laughs> no, you said that he gave you a thousand, yeah. but it was more than. Yeah. No, no, I what I had said was we was no, we were sitting there. So first we was sitting there, <laughs> and we was drinking great waters. That was it, and. Waterloo's, right? Waterloo. Waterloo's. It was like Waterloo's. <laughs> He'd be like this. Why would he give you 800s and yeah. then 10 20s? What was in between the 20s? It looked a little thick. It, it, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signed with her. You win. Yeah, you're you right. You got me. <laughs> That's how he does all of it. He started revealing it. That's how he launches all his money by making bad bets. Or, or, or what do you call it? Dude, we recorded this like two years ago. The Bengals weren't in the Super Bowl. No, we were just planning uh, yeah, on it. We Gary had, always like, planned it. It was a that. thought. It was a thought. Like he forecasted it. Dude, we got so many episodes of, of the Bengals winning, the Bengals lose. There's one where I'm giving him money just in case the Rams beat the Bengals. It's, I'm sure it's in there. It's a file of it. It's yeah. definitely on a card. So Did you like. I, somebody was telling me, like, I was telling somebody when I was pulling out that little bit of cash, I go, yeah, I, I was Cedric. And they was like this. Was he, he was just on it because it's the Rams or is it St. Louis? I go, well, think about it. Cedric grew up in St. Louis. Yeah. And then he moves to L.A. And then they moved to L.A. It's they like come, they followed him. That That's the easiest segue. They come to me. People were, you know, people in St. Louis were very upset that the Rams were leaving. I, will, for one, was like, mm great you know championship team they came here i'm here of course then i got to know like the the ownership really well so very cool with uh mr Otto O'Malley, mr mr cronky you know the family so yeah, you know you I, in the like, suite I go, with yeah them? i go like that i go to the suite with them i go down in the locker we, room we we did the whole police escort to the game like that was legendary the, i saw you in the golf day. cart yeah man, there. it was fun like so that was good man so uh but you know, it ends up being, you know, it ended up being a great, you know, just to watch the stadium uh, be developed like early on and just be out here in this environment. And so, cause you know, you got to take it up, right? Like in life, man, you got to, sometimes you got to take it up and it's not the, like the, the hate on the city cause St. Louis is my hometown, but you know, it is a thing where his vision of where this team should be was a bigger idea than what it could actually happen in St. Louis and it manifested. Well, so that's all you can say. 
I've been to what used to be the TWA Dome in yeah, St. Louis, and change. I've been to SoFi. Wow. wow. Not even, I said, wow. I would have left. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that stadium, uh, I've been in just about, I've been over at least 20 current NFL stadiums, at least 20, maybe 25. Yeah. That one, not even close second. No, not even not even not close. close. Not nowhere near second. I mean, you know, like you think about uh, what you mean the, the new the new the SoFi, SoFi is the oh, best yeah. stadium I've ever been in. Oh yeah, SoFi is not a yeah, close yeah, second. Not even yeah, right. A, AT&T was for a long time the pinnacle in uh Dallas. Dallas was yeah. kind of like that pinnacle stadium, but then, you know, like yeah, SoFi is like it's gone. Another level. And it's yeah, and it, and it's crazy like, you know, cuz the one in San Francisco they redid new it's Not cool. so much, right? Levi's you know, cool. Like this, Levi's good, but uh, Arizona's cool. That's Arizona's that's the best good. conference to go to games because yeah. Seattle's got a nice stadium. Arizona's yeah, got a nice stadium. stadium L.A. Yeah. and uh, Arizona. It was Arizona, L.A., yeah. Seattle, and the Rams. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to beat those. Yeah, no, for stadium sure. wise. Yeah, Dallas. I mean, Dallas Stadium is still dope. It's fun to go to. Like when you go there, the, like, when you go to the Dallas game, I've been to two games there. I find myself watching the screen, and then the players look dull because the yeah. screen's so bright. Yeah, exactly. And I'd be no. like, "This now look down it's and so go, why is it so dingy?" <laughs> it's so it's so lit. That screen yeah. is so big and lit up, and, and you're right. But I had a, the only thing about there is that I actually had a chance to go down on the field, which was fun, and it was like really close to see like how big these guys are on game day. Like they just damn giants down there, like playing. It's crazy, and then you see them without all the equipment, and you're like, "Yo, like you're a cornerback in this yeah. league." Like, <laughs> <laughs> she little, you're a little dude. Yeah, I know. I've seen a couple like, little guys too. I'd be like, like oh, hmm. "You're a you a safety? You yeah. got people <laughs> like like y'all okay?" Remember, uh, remember, I remember the first time I met uh, talking about St. Louis. Uh, was it the little guy that with Kurt Warner, uh, Azim? Oh, uh, yeah, Azim, yeah, yeah, Ake- yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, what yeah, the hell is his name? Yeah, yeah. We look it up. The wide receiver yeah, with the Rams. Like, yeah, little, uh, Hasim Razi. What the heck is his name? He was so Kareem, little. Like Kareem Hasim or something like that. Yeah. Like it was like a. The Rams, when they went to the Super Bowl against the uh, uh, Titans. Hasim Razi. He was so little when I met him. I was like, holy cow, dude. Yeah, no. Not Isaac Bruce. Hakeem, not Tory Holt. Hakeem Nazim. It, it, it was like that. It he was from L.A. Really, too. It was a rhymy name, though, like this. It's going to bother me now because we can't right. figure out his name. Azim, Razim. There's only five wide receivers. Ricky Prohl, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt. Holt, and Oz Hakeem. They used to call him Oz Hakeem. Yeah. yeah. How big was he? Uh, 5'10", 189. That means he was 5'8", about 170. Yeah. They they weigh you with cleats, five, shoulder pads. Yeah, five ten. He wasn't five ten. Yeah. There's no way to do was five. He came up to me. I was like this. Hey, what's yeah. up, man? <laughs> go okay. I want to go back to comic view days because yeah. that's where I got hip to you before I had ever hit the stage. Comic view came on, and comic view came right at a, I think a good time because yeah. it was like uh, it wasn't HBO. It was BT was kind of networking. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't have cable. When DL was hosting. Okay. And then I got in the military and I just at a friend's house, start watching BT, and that's when you were the host. Yeah. So you were my first intro to Comic View, basically. I did. Yeah. And I remember the, the joke about the ham sandwich. Got stuck I'll up here. <laughs> got stuck right here. And I go, <laughs> holy shit, that's happened to me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and I literally could taste the ham and cheese sandwich. I was like, it's funny when you watch a joke and you're yeah, acting yeah. it out. I'm going, that's, that's it, happened right to me there. before. Yeah, man. Uh, that so that like for me, like BET was. It was it was interesting because I did Def Comedy Jam. That was um, so that had to be early '90s somewhere in there. <sighs> had to be like '94 or something yeah, like, like that. You were hosting. Yeah, when I was hosting, because yeah, that's when I moved out here. So that was like '90. Um, ninety three when I came, when I came out and performed, so maybe maybe even ninety two. Like I remember coming and performing on, on Comic View, and then I ended up winning the hosting job because mm-hmm. DL decided to step down. He had hosted two years in a row, and then he decided to step down, and then they, they decided to do a competition. And the year I was just was a regular performer on the show, they decided to turn it into a competition for the new host. And then mm-hmm. I became the host. So that was dope, man. And that was one of those things where, you know, like your contemporaries would tell you, man, you don't do that, man. Don't do it because HBO was out. Mm-hmm. And Def Comedy Jam was starting to pop. And they, you know, and I went on Def Jam and I had a decent set, but they they wouldn't let me back on the next year. It was like, you know, no, you were just on. You got to kind of like go a cycle. And I was at home, you know, I was back in St. Louis. At that point, I was hosting like a night. And I just had got way more jokes. Like, you know, you just got so much stronger because mm-hmm. you're in that host position. So you like up there, you got joke, joke, jokes. So I'm like, no, I need to go on TV. I got a bunch of jokes right now. And so I decided to go on BT. And then I remember like Joe Torrey, a lot of people was like, man, don't do that, man. You know, you're an HBO dude. Don't do not do that. Yeah. You know, you, you're going back down. I'm like, I just got to get these jokes off. And yeah. so... But it led to me hosting, which led to me being a household name because, like, BT used to come on Comic View, came on every night back then. Every like, night. So you was a regular person in people's households. Mm-hmm. Like, so then that that changed my, you know, of course, parents' money, and it just changed the trajectory of my career really fast, you know, once I became a host of Comic View. So that was dope. And then Kings came, what, five years after that? Yeah, Kings came. Well, Kings... We did the first one in 98. I saw a poster the other day. That's crazy. This guy was on the guy first was on right? there. Yeah, guy who used to be our, you know, MC and uh, warm-up MC dude. So he would perform and do the whole, get the crowd lit. And then it was just me, Steve, Bernie. Yeah, me, Steve, and Bernie. Uh, then we brought in DL. So that was that's the first one. So I had a, yeah, I found a post the other day. It was 98. That was crazy. Crazy, like yeah, I got the little doobop hat on, the little newsboy with the fancy shirt I used to get from Dallas. What about did you used to get um, suits by Dion Scott? I did. So I did Dion. I did Dion a couple of times, and then uh, see, it was a, all of them was in a crew at one time. Dion, Woody, and Reggie, Reggie J. J. And I ended up rocking with Reggie J for yeah. a long time. I rocked with Reggie J for a long time on my clothes. Well, he was working at with Dion Scott. Yeah, exactly. And so was Woody. Woody, y'all used to all work through with Dion. Oh, really? Because Dion had the the storefront, and that's when I first got to LA, like '98 ish. Yeah. And that's where I met Reggie J. Yeah. And I just remember I didn't have no money. And Reggie sold me on, I got to spend all this money on these suits, man. He goes, man, you different. Better kill him on Comic View and did it. Because I was just like, I got on. I'm going to be on Comic View. I wasn't hosting. I just got on. Right. And then he was like, you're going to kill him. And I remember I wrote this big-ass check I shouldn't have wrote because I ain't had no money. I'm in the Navy. And my butt, I left my. I left there. And my, I, I'm sweating. My buddy goes, what happened? I go, um, 
dude, I just wrote a check and like all my money is in this check. And he was like, what? I go, yeah, but it's, it's like five suits though. I think that's good. I'm gonna look good on stage. He goes, you better cancel my fucking check. He was like this, dude, buy one suit. Right. right, <laughs> he right. Goes, you bought five? You I had to call it. Reggie back and go, hey, I canceled the check. Uh, stop all the suits. Make me like one outfit. Right. And then I was like, it's no, wow. that's how it is. That's how you do you, man, because you start seeing the fabrics. That's what he would do to us. Oh, yeah. Out there, throw all the fabrics. Like, no, this is that. You ain't got Feel that. that. See, that's 100. That's, that's super 100. You ain't got that right there. Steve ain't even got these. You know who ain't got this? Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was his move for me. Yeah, anything Steve ain't got, you like, yo, then you look up, we got the same damn suit on. I'm like, yo, man, stop <laughs> I ready. Br- I brought that up because... When I was there doing that, they brought up a bar. There's some you don't know. They brought out a bunch of your shit and even belts. They go, I need. I just remember this as long as I live. I need two belts. I'm taking it down to set. I need two belts. I think he was on like the Steve Harvey show at the time. That's how I remember. I was like this. How much are the belts? Yeah, the belts. The belts were. <laughs> I need two belts. Dude, I'm taking it to set. I was like, yeah, yes. then he would do the shoes. He would like order the shoes from Maurice downtown. He'd come up with the whole shoes and the whole outfit, and you just steady writing checks all yeah. day long. Like, <laughs> and it was twice a year for me because I would ha- I would do a fall run and then a spring run. Yeah. And then of course, it, then if you get nominated for like a uh, image award or something, then you got to get a tux. Yeah. You know? So it was like I went. I got caught up for a little bit, and then I read George Clooney said I've been on GQ's. 10 best dress list for 10 years. He goes, and I got the same suit. I just changed the tie and the undershirt. And I was like this. Oh, uh, yeah. get one good black suit. Yeah, a good one. Yeah. Don't just, go cheap. Get a good well, one. You got to be kind of George Clooney sexy, too. Don't give me like, you yeah. know, everybody can't get away with that. <laughs> like, 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 I was like, I was like, yo, I had to kind of get, you know, I'm the, on the hefty side. Yeah. I got to get people to look at me like, okay, he's yeah. sexy for a big man. Like, gotta, I need to give you a, a few looks. But I saw that the other day, George Lopez. Seinfeld, they do that, you know? And I was like, you know, because I got to stressing out over what I was going to wear on stage one day, and I was just like, look, man, those guys are smart. Just got, like, black, white, black, nice white shirt, black shoes, gray shoes, simple uniformity, go out on stage, there it is, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, stop all that stressing out over everything. Like, I got to have the, you know, because with, with the Kings of Comedy, we, like, we competed, man. It was Yeah, like, but that's the thing. You you're you're different because you yeah. that's one of the things you're like, what's Sarah gonna be wearing? Yeah, like it was a whole fashion thing with us. Like everybody had to like, you know, compete on clothes. So you spend a lot, a lot of money on clothes and you're like, okay. When you're on the road like Kings of Comedy, are you guys calling each other like who made that for you? Who made oh that yeah, you? you definitely because you don't know. When somebody you know like got something different, you were like, "Oh, you where you get that?" They'd be like, "Oh, this this is my man from Chicago did this. Yeah. Oh, I got a new dude that do my shirt. He do my shirts perfect. You know, certain cottons. You know, you you ain't really ready for this yet. You tie your own tie? This, yeah, I tie my own tie. You still don't tie your own tie? Bow tie. I struggle. Yeah. Let me tell you something. My wife does my bow ties for me, but your I wife do, knows how to tie bow ties. Yeah, like my wife is like she she can do that, but. Like my regular ties, I can do I can do like two or three of the knots. They always come weird. Music. They're always awkward with me. I'm like, fuck. Oh, uh, it's always short. <laughs> the like, back's longer than the the knot's not fluent. Yeah, it's like, like crooked. Yeah, I'm like, 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 ah, one more time. I was my sister got married, I'll never forget, I was struggling with the tie. It's like 10 minutes 
before the wedding's going to start. I'm like, God. And this guy walked in. And I go, hey, man, can you help me tie my tie real quick? I'm struggling to tie my tie. And I always thought this guy was cool with me, but then he dug on me. He goes, you know how to tie a tie? Who don't know how to tie a tie? How you don't know how to tie a tie? I was like this. I go, oh, I go, I'm sorry. Right. I get my suits custom made. When you get suits custom made, people tie the ties for you. You got yours off the rack. Right. That's probably why, right. you know, that's yeah. why I asked you. He looked at me like, what the fuck? And then this guy, like, I go, did you just dig on him? I go, a little bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> I go, just help me tie the tie. Dog, I'm, I'm asking you, as a man, I've come out my character and asked you to help me tie this tie. <laughs> like, I don't need your exposition on this, bro. Like, you don't need to tell me more about me. Help me tie the damn tie. <laughs> so when did you become a minister? Just in general, <laughs> like right, like across the board. It's like after a while, you had to stop taking the roles. You're like, look, I'm not paying a pastor. I'm not gonna do it. But you know, I think you know, like early on, of course, you know, that was one of my big jokes. I used to do like uh, the preacher going to McDonald's, and then I had like a preacher. I had, I had 19 preacher jokes, you know, but that kind of came from being raised in the church and, you know, you kind of, you know, you imitate these guys all the time. And so that became like this go-to bit that, one, you know it works in the hood. Like you can do any preacher joke and it's going to mm -hmm. work. And and then, you know, it was just good good material that I would go to that I could count on to, you know, deliver either a closer or a big joke in the middle of the show. And But then it started to get casted a lot. You know, there's this preacher role. I mean, Kingdom Come, of course, Haunted House was a little different. Pastor <laughs> Father Doug is a whole other situation. But then I played a pastor on my show, The Soul Man, like, you yeah. know, like those kind of things. So, yeah. But then you did Russell's Wedding, and mm. I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, when's, when's the real preacher coming up? No, man. You got man, online? Got, you got I ordained? I got ordained, man. I got ordained. So I've been hanging out with Russ. Uh, you know, we're over at his house hanging out, and, and Allie is there, his, his wife now. And they were like, you know, we were thinking about, we want to just do something different, and we want you to marry us, Sid. And I was like, ah, that's funny. That'll be crazy right there. Like, that'll be lit. That'll be dope. Y'all, that's funny as hell. You know, I'm like, then, then, like, she called, like, hit me back a little bit, like, no, for real. <laughs> like, we want you to do it. I was like, y'all serious? And he was like, yeah, man. Like, we don't want this to be, like, conventional or none of that. You got to get ordained, but we want you to do it. I'm like, for real. I'm like, all right. So I did the whole thing. I got online. You know, you got to take a few questions. You say this. And it's that easy? You say that. It's easy. It's, it's, it's easy. They make it easy. It's literally, a, a, you know, like answering a few questions. When I was at Russell's wedding, I was like, I'm glad it was the way. Because you, I think I've been to like five weddings the last couple of years. Yeah. You take a little bit out of every wedding. Like, yeah. if, if I ever get married again, I'd be like, I'll do it this way. Or that was cool. Russell's wedding got my wheels turning because everyone I go to, the preacher's like, this, this is for life. Right. Do right. not sacrifice yeah. your, your urges. <laughs> like this. You, you have given your vows right. from God. Like, like, whoa. It's a I'm lot, scared. bro. Like, you changing my mind right now. Yeah. Your shit. Yeah. All right, Russell's wedding. Hey, yeah, they Man. met during COVID, so clearly they wasn't social distancing. Anybody got the Wi-Fi password? My shit just went down. I was like this. This is exactly how I want my wedding. <laughs> she hot. He cool. He lucky to have her. That's dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> they love each other. I was like, yo, let's do this. Y'all a little inappropriate in front of everybody together. Y'all good? We good? Y'all want to say anything? <laughs> it was so fast. It was like... 
Some of these be long and drawn out. It was like, like that was perfect. And it was like windy out there. It was starting to get everybody was ready to party. It was long. That the the pre part was longer. Like just getting to it. So when we got to the wedding itself, it was like let's rock. Let's yeah, go. I was and looking man. around like I thought you were like the best man. Yeah. I, I was like, I thought Russell's brother was the best yeah, man. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, Cedric's really doing this. That's, that's what I said. Nobody, everybody thought they was going to be the best man until we saw Carson show up. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like <laughs> Russ does make you feel yeah, like Russell that. Russell was like, yo, you my guy. You like, yo, man, I think you appreciated Russ. Yes, I'll be honored. Yeah. Like, nah. Did you go to his 50th birthday party? Yeah, that was fun, too. <sighs> I was working. Yeah. Fridays and Saturdays are hard. That's really what locked it down for him, because Allie threw that party for him, and he was like, oh, that's my woman right here, because that party oh, was real. bad. That party was bad, too. That's like when you know somebody kind of like holding you down. Like, I mean, of course it was Russ's money, but you know, but no. No, I yeah. think it was hers. I think she she's her own little thing, so that was good. Yeah, they yeah. met. I was like, dang, Russ. I remember it was a year ago, he proposed, and I was like, that yeah, was fast. fast. But then when you see them together, like sometimes you know, you know. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's that's how I feel about them for sure. When you know, you know, and it, it felt like that the whole wedding, the whole day, the celebration. It felt yeah. like it was that's their vibe right there. It was the party uh-huh. and all the, the comments when when her sister walked up and called her a hoe like that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like, when you know it's over, yeah, you know it's over yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like I knew. <laughs> Same thing. When you know she's the one, you know she's the one. But when you know it's over, you fucking know. What? <laughs> Silly rabbit transitions are for kids. You're still in therapy over there, man. I'm sorry, like, man. Like I'm sorry. Still... So good to see you're happy still... couples. <laughs> there was so much love in the room. You know, but it's bullshit, though, because at the end of the day, it don't last. You don't know. You don't know it's going to be forever. Oh, bro. Uh, should be like a That's LeBron good. contract. Just yeah. a couple yeah. years and we'll see what happens. Reevaluate. It was good. Everybody good. We good. You good. You good. I go. Yeah. We good. Yeah. Cause look at LeBron now. This ain't the yeah, same yeah, team. Yeah. A couple years ago. Oh my god. He'll probably definitely switch up. Yeah. Like, somebody. You're not gonna suffer that much as a Laker. This. That's uh, that's hard suffering right there. Yeah. I always know you got like Malik S and JJ on the road with you. Yeah. Right? How did you come across those two dudes? I switch. I, I switch up. I used them quite a bit, but you know. Uh, one of the things, so I used JJ very early on in my career. He was one of the first comedians that made me have to work like really hard on stage. That's what like, I was asking, honestly. Yeah. I don't like, like following him. He oh makes you work. God. He's one of the funniest guys out there, I think. He's hilarious. And then, you know, so I was in Birmingham early on in my career. I was headlining. I thought I was, you know, I was killing it. I used to be the man, right? You selling the tickets, you the man. And then uh, JJ is performing. I don't know him. Like, he's on the show because the promoter put him on the show. And, I mean, I just hear the crowd. Wow. <laughs> I'm talking to my boys backstage. I was like, <laughs> the People are stomping the floor. And wow. I'm like, you know, like down in the dressing room, like, yo, what's going on up there? So I go up to watch, and he's murdering. Yeah. He's killing I'm like, wow, okay. Well, really <laughs> had to deal with that in a while. <laughs> so, you know, they introduced me and I come out with the stick. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> first, first couple of jokes. So much. <laughs> Next joke. <laughs> wow. Like it took me six, seven minutes to dig out of the hole that J.J. had put me in. And I was like, yo, 
I like, bruh, like I need you on my shows. Like I gotta, I gotta know I gotta work harder than because I'm obviously it got too comfortable. See, some comics go the other that. way. Uh, some uh, most comics, comics would, yeah, yeah. They don't want somebody too funny in front of them. Oh uh, no, most comics would. And Jay, and Malik was the same way. Like Malik used to open for DL, and he was like the first act. DL usually had two comics. I used to only do one other comic. I did two man shows for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then then Malik was like the first comic. So he was at an MC spot where he didn't really, you didn't see a lot, a lot of material, mm-hmm. but you knew he was funny. But what I liked about him, I called him a sniper. Like he was, because he was like Florida style, he'd like put people in a place. And so when I, I was like, oh, I need him because when I, when I do my shows, I'm there to entertain. I'm not there to talk to you and have all this back and forth conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know people will, but I want I want you to kind of understand that I'm the professional. You here to sit down and have a good laugh, yeah. right? So, well, I got I started using Malik because one, he used to write too. He used to always come up to me with jokes like, "Yo, man, try this, try this," and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool, that was dope." And oh, you know, you 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 talking about this subject matter? Maybe if you added this to it, blah blah blah. Like, oh, that's funny. Thank you, man. You know, so I started using them, you know, as a way to pay them and and you know, put them on a little bit, and then and then it just made a lot more sense. And so he used to go out and just really put the audience in shape. Like, hey, it's like the mean teacher that show up and everybody calm down. Yeah, and you come in and do your job, and so. That's the way. That's the way I did that. And then, of course, JJ would come out and be a pro, a pro, hella funny. And then it just allowed me to come do my thing a lot easier, in my opinion. Even though you got to work hard because these guys are hilarious. But you know, I use I do use Jay Phillips. I use Rita Brin a lot. I use I use Sean Larkin sometimes. I use Howie Crazy Ass. I put a lot of people on like in front of me. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying that would be. I, you know, that was one thing. I love comedians too, so I just would put a lot of comedians on throughout my career. Like so many people, you know, like from Duval to Rodney Perry to you know a lot of these guys. I just have them go out. Damon Williams out of Chicago, funny dudes, man. Mm-hmm. People just like they 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 cold on their own right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, I say you've been with JJ for so long. Yeah, That's man, why I, many many years. Yeah, he was just with me this past weekend. Yeah, and every time I've worked with – the same thing happened to me in Atlanta, um, Uptown, probably 2001 or something. He went up and did, like, a guest spot for, like, five, ten minutes, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like this. Yo, he's stealing. No, he, he, he came out the, the music I was going to come out. You come up with every reason why you didn't kill that shit. I go, the JJ, I, I stepped on the stage with my right foot. So did he. Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't like that. Step on with your left. Just keep giving it up to him. I finally had to be like, hey, man, give it to JJ, though, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> JJ's like, kill me. Oh, you go. Like JJ had just said, yeah. you know, like, no, I just you. took the L. I was like this. I, I was fine. It was like you said. The show was fine. It wasn't what I was yeah, used to. Exactly. And I finally got back to the hotel and I went, that guy was just fucking funny, man. Right. Fuck. <laughs> I know. I took it too. Luckily, that was one of them too. Where you like, at least I had a, the hour to dig out of it. Yeah, man. right. It like, the headliner. But it was like, yo, like you almost didn't want it though. Yeah. Like after, <laughs> after you get eight minutes of not really getting the laughs, you, know, uh, you start to be like, yo, like I'm gonna have to figure out how to get out of this joint. Like, boom. <laughs> like, no, I don't want that smoke, man. 
Yeah. That's why when I was like, that's why I was telling somebody, I was like, man, Sam has some funny motherfuckers going on before yeah, him. Man. Funny. Because when we did the New Year's Eve show. Yeah. And you yeah, brought those guys. You wanted to bring your your team. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then yeah. I was like, I, I, so I, New Year's Eve, I do Dallas every year. See, I just pumped my shit. Yeah, nice. And uh, I was like, oh, this show's going to be easy peasy and funny. Nobody's going to leave this show unentertained. And then when you came out, I hadn't seen you live in years, years. Yeah. At a theater, not a club. Yeah. Stuff. That's why I was like, oh, I forgot. He's a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you, I'm used to you in this setting. Yeah, exactly. Like this so when you came show. out and you had the, was it the, what song was yeah, it? Yeah, I did. Uh, I think it was uh, Young Dolph. Young Dolph. Yeah. And Young the Dolph. whole song played. Yeah, whole and he sang it and got in the crowd. You didn't see there was one white guy in the second row and he laughed at everybody. But when you came out, that motherfucker stood up and it was the most awkward like arm thing. Yeah. But you could tell you was his guy. Like, yeah. oh, he paid to see Sid. This yeah, wasn't yeah, about yeah, the yeah, event. Yeah. He was like, he didn't know one word of that one song. Word. He was just like, jumping, just jumping in on part, part of me. <laughs> Preach. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm on the side of the stage, like, oh, I forgot since Kings of Comedy slash yeah. the neighborhood slash 75 movies slash been around and for Dallas a while. This was one of my big cities because that's where Steve was based early on in our career. He used to have a comedy club there. So when I used to go, when Steve would go on the road, he would bring me down to host. And so I end up having like a whole family of people in Dallas, like where I kind of, you know, like that's that city where I came up because mm -hmm. he'd go and do bigger shows. He'd be like, hey, come down and be gone all week, you know? So I would go to Dallas shit, eight times a year sometimes. This is before you was hosting Comic View? Yeah, this was when he used to just have his little club, right? Uh, yeah, before Comic View. Yep. Exactly. Is it true that Erica Badu was like working there as a yeah. driver? She I've always heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was the one that picked everybody up from the. Um... She did it all. She was a server. She'd come get you in the car. No way. Hey, little Erica. Little Erica. Little, little, little Erica. Little Erica. <laughs> little Erica with the light eyes. Everybody knew little Erica. Like little Erica, she come get little Erica, pick you up. And then she'd be at the club. She'll be a server sometimes. She'd be taking So, tickets. what'd you think when you saw her like doing music? It like, was first crazy. Time. Like, you was like, yo, because you didn't even know she did any of that. That's like, crazy. you know, you just knew she had a good spirit and was a hustler and a go-getter, but nobody, when she blew up with the first, when On and On came out and you just was like, yo, that's little Erica. And she never was doing music or anything around yeah, you guys? not around us. Like, you know, we didn't even see it. I never even saw it at all. Like, Was she dressing she like she does all not, the time? Not quite, because she was like at work. So yeah. she just, but you know, she was, she was always a vibe. Like, you know, she was always like that person you like, Doug, like she was yeah. like a thing that was bigger than what her job was. For yeah, sure. but you know, you 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 looking at your own stardom at that time, you don't even really recognize. Like, you just give people props for being cool. Like, ah, oh, she cool people's, you know. But I always heard that. I didn't know if it was true. Yeah, yeah, she used to work at the at, at a Steve Harvey Comedy Club. So she'd be the one picking you up from the airport. Uh, and airport, stuff like that. then she come back. She'll be taking tickets sometimes. She'd be a server. She did whatever. She was there grinding, like you know. That's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah, that's, that's funny how our life can be, man. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm not going to name no names. I'm not bringing up my past life. But before I was married, when I first got to L.A., I was talking to this chick, and she was a rapper. And I met her at the Century Club. Remember Century Club was jumping yeah, oh, on Sundays? It used to be popping. Oh, and she got in my – I'll just never forget. I was sitting there, and uh, 
she was she got in my ear and I said, What do you do? And she goes, uh, I rap. And I was like, What do you rap? And I just remember she goes, Yeah, you want me to rap for you? And she got in my ear and she was like, I'll tell you, I can't remember who it was, her name, but we could look it up after the show. She was rapping in my ear. And I just remember I was like this, here I am, like 22, 23 years old, white dude from Ohio, and I was like, she's going, this is, this is. I go, Oh shit, yeah. 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 <laughs> And the whole time I'm going, are we going to sleep together? Yeah, you anything about smashing a white guy on the first date? Let's do that. <laughs> let's give you something to write about. So, let's give you a storyline. So it ended up being a, um, a good couple weeks with her. I'll just put oh, it that way. Yeah. You don't know the rapper thing? I know it. Oh, I'm not okay. going to say it on there. I'm not going to put it out there. Yeah, but yeah, I'll yeah. tell you off here. But it was like when I yeah. saw her on a video on BET, I go, Oh, oh shoot! She made it. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I used to, you know, no I used to, way! You no, know, I used to smash it. I was like this. She, I, I gave her confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Take the credit, baby. Oh shit! <laughs> and then it was funny because I saw her like a couple years later in Atlanta, one of them music fest, and all the rappers. Yeah, they were all staying at the hotel I was at, and then I saw her in the lobby. And we, like, we just talked like, oh my God, I can see you again. Right, I'm like, yeah. She came up. <laughs> and you, had you come up by then? Or you I was, like, I was, um, way, yeah, like, I was hosting Comic View at okay, the time. Okay, got it. So, so I was, yeah, so it was like a little, yeah, like, it was like, everybody oh, see oh. everybody still in the game. I love that. Right? That That's was good, man. That was crazy. Man, Mary J. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you be like, whoa. Dude, that's a Man, that's Mary a, J. That's an ace. That's, that's what it is. Like, yeah. Boy, you like, whoa. Get to say you that. what? You get to say that. What? No. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary J. Johnson, she didn't make it. Yeah. Mary J. Johnson. Yeah, she was in a Little City Girls yeah, small, before Little, City Girls. Yeah, you know, little City Girls. Remember JJ Fat? Remember they had another group? Supersonic. Yeah, they had another group that was good. Not them. This is BB Unfat. Yeah, you remember, you remember Ice Cube had a girl group. Yeah. <laughs> Back with him, like hardcore rappers had girl groups. You're like, what? That's not a thing. Like, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. MC8 had a girl group. Yeah. It was Mac Ten's sister. Yeah. <laughs> you think about who ride bitches. You, when you first get to LA, and I tell people, man, my first year in LA, nobody would believe it. Because you remember Face? Oh, uh, Big face. face. Yeah, Big Face. Yeah. The, the kickboxer dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that was my roommate. Okay. I moved in with him in Bel Air in a house and didn't know what he did. Yes. When I say the shit I saw my first year, I was like, what? What? Like, I was I was in it. Yeah. I said, I, I told him, I said, I gotta move out, dude. I'm trying to be a stand-up. I can't be around yeah, this. this. Never seen a guy in my life get girls like face. In my life. And I'm, I'm talking, I've been around A-listers. Yeah. yeah. I've seen girls go nuts over dudes. I've seen them go nuts over R and B. Never seen a dude just be in the room. Un, yeah. uh, uh, nobody knows who he is and just leave. With the baddest chick in the room every time. I was like, This, like, how you do that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you know, <laughs> we still talk. Like, he's, he's in prison now, but we still talk and go visit him. And I'd be like, Dude, I always tell him, Never seen nothing like it, dude. I always be like, You're smashing guards. You gotta hey, be smashing like, some of the female guards. Yeah, you sure <laughs> Just he is. how he is. Just how he is. I go, 
You gotta be smashing a female guard, dude. And how did you know him before? You said you ended up living with him. Remember like, uh, Brian Russell for the Jazz? Yeah. You told yeah, Jazz back in the day? Yeah, Face was bodyguarding for Brian. Okay. They was always hanging out at the comedy store on Tuesdays and then improvs on Mondays. Right. And then Face, this is how we like got cool. He'd always see me around. He always said I was funny. And then it was Monday and Thanksgiving's Thursday. And he goes, hey, man, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I said, nothing. He goes, why don't you come over to the crib? All right. I went to the crib. I know the crib's in like Compton. And then I was like this. Like, he goes, there's no real cell phones back then. Not everybody had them. Right. I showed up on Thursday. He goes, you came? I said, you invited me. <laughs> and he kept saying, I ain't never had no white boy in my house. This is crazy. I was just being polite, basically. I didn't even really go show up. <laughs> I showed up. And then Brian would hire me to do like these little parties in Salt Lake. They would do. And then um, it just got cool. And then Face just goes, hey, man, I was living with Terrence. Remember guys from St. Oh, Louis? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrence yeah, Reynolds? Yeah. That's all the way back, man. Yeah, I was living with Terrence in West wow. Hollywood. We had a little rundown apartment. And uh, Face said, you want a house sit? I said, well, let me see the house. So I went to this fat-ass house in Bel Air. I'm sitting here in a little two-bedroom apartment in West Hollywood off Lancashire. And I was like, yeah, I can house it. So I came back, and I, I, my rent was $350 a month with Terrence. So I gave him $700. I go, here's this month. Here's next month. Find a new roommate. Wow. <laughs> I didn't leave him hanging, but gave him two months rent. Right. And then I moved in with Face, and that was it. People thought it was my house. Because yeah, he had dude. nothing in it. It was just a big house with nothing in it. So I started putting my pictures up. He was never there. And whose house was it? Mm-hmm. He was renting it. And then we had to get rid of it. I had to get out. Yeah. <laughs> no one never said. There'd be some seedy character showing yeah, up sometimes. Sure. Like I had a deadbolt padlock on my uh, door, For my bedroom. bedroom door, that was yeah. my stuff. Like I had the key. I had to right. get it. He did too. I just was following his lead. I got wow. a locksmith came out and said, hey, I need to put a padlock on my door because wow. you never know who was showing up. I was like this. These guys are off the grid. Some of these people come to the house. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, exactly. But he he did the coldest thing I'd ever seen anybody do was like I was leaving to go shoot Held Up with um, Jamie Foxx Fox, in Canada. Yeah. It's my first movie. I'm all geeked up. Now Face is geeked up. And I go, dude, I got a movie, right? The night before I left, Face... He one of one of his girls was over and he goes, Hey man, my boy's leaving tomorrow. Go shoot this movie, man. Won't you take care of him? And she was like, No, no, I want to be with you. I'm not with him. And I'm sitting there going, No, 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 it's cool. I don't want that. He goes, Hey, whatever you do with him, ain't got shit to do with us. We good. And she goes, Well, okay. And I was like, This, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, No, no, no. I don't want to sleep with nobody. No one wants to sleep with me. I didn't I didn't sleep with her, but I was like, she was going to. She's like, yeah. But the coldest shit was, hey, what do you have to do with him? Ain't got shit to do with us. We good. I was like, okay. I go, what kind of Jedi mind trick was that? That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, That makes oh. sense. At the end of the day, look, what you do with him, that's y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it, right here, though. It did kind of make sense, though. Like, you good. Take care of my boy. Like, do that. <laughs> I was scared to be like, looking yeah, through the yeah, window. Yeah, just, Handle that shit, baby. I tell you, I was telling this story one time. He's like, yeah, like you do meet all these characters. I met one a pimp one time, like, and he he's like on the phone and he had his girls. They was one of them pimps from like up north, you know, up in the bay. Like, you know, so he's like, hey, I'm gonna go offline. I'm gonna let you talk to these hoes one time, man, because they 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 allowed me the real OG, Mister Entertainer, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> what year is this? This is probably this is probably. 2001. Oh, wow. 
So I'm like, cool. So I'm kings of comedy, everything cool. We sit at La Petite on Sunset. So he's like, yo, I'm gonna go. So he calls, hey, bitches, I'm gonna go offline. <laughs> y'all bitches go offline. Y'all can talk to see the entertainer, okay? <laughs> You know, this is why everybody think they could be a pimp. You like, you mind like, oh, I can pimp me some rich job, pimp some bitch. So I get on the phone. I'm like, hello, ladies, how y'all? <laughs> hello, ladies, how y'all doing? What's up? It said, <laughs> quiet, L- ladies. What's going on? He said, like, said, talk to them hoes like they some bitch. They don't know. They don't understand that language. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, they don't understand that language. So I was like, hey, bitch, what's up? They said, oh, my God. Like, yeah, they really smart. I was like, "Ain't you hoes doing? Like, boom. And I mean, I only talked to them for about five minutes, but I literally was drained of my soul, dog. Like, I was like, I could never just talk to a woman like that for fucking hours. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. What you hoes? Look, look, hoes. Hey, bitch. And he got back on, bitch. Now, y'all stop all that goddamn giggling, hoes, and get back to work. And all this shit, shit, shit. And he just talking to them. Hey, he said that's some dumb shit. They yeah. happy as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, bitches, look. Yeah. The fuck, you know, I was like. You got dicks to suck, right? Get some sucking, bitch. Dude, I was in my spirit, dog. I just was like, <laughs> I'm drained, dog. It was five minutes of talking. I said, no way I could be a pimp. I can't, de- I can't degrade nobody that long. Yeah. That shit was the craziest shit. That was fun, though. It was fun. Fun yeah. conversation looking back yeah, on it. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, great four, story. five minutes for a pimp. So where's he at now? Where's the pimp at now? What's he He's doing? He's still pimping him, preacher, sure. preacher? Yeah. They always go to the Lord yeah, at some oh, point. Man. I don't know how they still pull it off right nowadays. Like, you just, because girls got OnlyFans, so they don't really quite need you anymore. They'll just do it themselves. Yeah. That's how I be thinking, too. Like, as hookers, if they're walking the streets, that's the lowest level of hoism oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, like, babe, you don't even have to go outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You just you, need a room yeah, somewhere. Yeah, invest in a laptop, yeah. okay, and a <laughs> small, small camera. Get an iPhone. You can do yeah, it all on your you phone, can do it right? Here like, and they'll love it. Yeah, you know, find a trick that you do. Spread jelly on yourself, yeah. and it's a whole group of people out there that are jelliers. Oh, oh, another great face story. Since we're talking about hookers, I don't know how this conversation went there. This is a great story. Now I'm back, and I'm. We 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 moved. We got a house in Hacienda Heights. Oh, right. Okay. We're in. The, we're hey, way out, 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 out. Right. So, I come home off the road one time and I just started headlining. Just just now I'm hosting Confu. I'm just starting to headline and um, I come back and there's two girls in my room, and they're both bad. Right. And I go what? I open the door and literally I was like at, at a hotel. I close the door. I was like this is my house, right? I open the door back up and they go oh sorry. I thought, we thought you were coming home tomorrow. I go, what? So I go to Face, and I was like, yo, man, what's up with the girls? He goes, oh, they're my friends, man, they're from Vegas. They out here working. I'm just looking out for them and stuff. Basically, hookers out here working, right? I'm looking out for them. He goes, I thought you was going to be home tomorrow, but I got to get him out. I was like, yeah, 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 that'd be, that'd be great, you know? He goes, but I mean, he was like, this is exactly what he said. He goes, but I mean, I mean, why ain't things? Let me know, man, they're here, you know? I was like this, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I get a sample or yeah. something, and I get in my room, said, and I'm like, now I'm, I'm pissed because they're in my personal space. Right, and right. I'm like, motherfuckers, man, in my space. And I can't stand on the face because I'm scared of them. Right. So I'm like this, fuck it, man, shit. And then I looked at my room, I go, my room smells amazing. <laughs> well, I looked in my closet, these motherfuckers did my laundry, folded my shit like some OCD shit. Right. Bed smelled amazing. I think like, well, they clearly weren't fucking in this bed. Right. Like I looked around, I go, 
They clean the fuck out of my room. Nice girls. Look, I don't know where they at, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my room, they made my yeah. bed like at all. Like it looked like a four season the way they folded my Yo, sheet yeah, down. Yeah, I was yeah, like, exactly. the fuck? Is that a chocolate? Literally, I left them there. Did, I said, like, let you? us clean up and we'll get out of your room. Like half hour later, I was like, holy fuck, yeah, come back. Did you do my <laughs> hand towel as a swan? <laughs> <laughs> Holes didn't help. <laughs> they left a note. Your yeah. room was serviced you by Mercedes you. and Strawberry. <laughs> but thanks. thanks I'll awesome. never forget when he goes, hey, uh, man, you know, I'm just yeah, here looking like, out. I, so. I, I, so whatever, you know. I, like. I, don't, I don't think it was pimping. I think, this is me looking back, I think, because they were bad, like super bad. And my dumb ass being early 20s scared, no, 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 no. Let them motherfuckers show up. Right now, yeah, let me show it down. You be like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, do all them clothes in there yeah. again. <laughs> Look, you ain't fold that right. Come back in the room. <laughs> yeah. Take take all that take them clothes off you got on and do that cleanup night, nigga. I think they was high, high end. I can't confirm it. I think it was like yeah, doing some like, Steve like Jobs it, type, doing them type tricks. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, and he was I think he was just looking out, like just drove like, up, yeah, drove stood up, outside. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, it could work too. That happens. I don't know, but I was like, it was so funny. I went from like so bad to be like, wow, is this is you, Huckleberry and Jasmine? What 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 potpourri is in this it's room? It. I've never had a room spray before. <laughs> Hold on, Cedric. I'm thinking, if the room smells like this, what's your pussy smell like? <laughs> Strawberry shortcake? <laughs> you don't know. You, you want to find out. And then they just was there for like two the, days. It, they, oh, we, really? we, we had a three or four, we had a four bedroom house. They just went through the other room. I was like this. Well, why were they in my room? Because I think it was the second biggest room and it had a bathroom oh, in got it. it. Yeah. So I, and the back door led to the pool. So you could like, I had a door in my room. You could just walk out and you're at the It'd pool. Be right at the pool. I yeah. think that's what they did. They just will choose. And just I think they didn't over. think I was home. Yeah. Well, then, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna high end hoe it, then you're gonna pick the next best room. High end heights. Hey, baby. All the high end hoes up there. The heights. <laughs> I never forget. That. You think about the stories of the stand up, like the shit that you see yeah. on the road and stuff. That some people just wouldn't believe, especially starting out. Did you? Do you have any like? Horror stories like before you got on Comic View, when you just struggling shithole hotels, oh, dirty man. promoter. I, mean, I did it all, man. I mean, because I came from like when it was just like the white comedy clubs. So you just had to drive like everywhere to go do the show and live in the damn condos. Oh, comic condos? motherfuckers. Yeah, that was like there before. I remember one of my craziest ones that I can remember though is like I had to go, I went to. I had to drive to Dallas. I, I kind of like, I did like a run where I came to California and I flew, I came back and I had to drive to Dallas. And it was 10 hours. I drove down from St. Louis, got down there and the promoter had, no, the, so it was a comedy club and it was a new owner, an independent owner. They had bought the club out and no longer was it with corporate. And was like, yo, we don't need you. We don't need you because we got our own opening acts. You so drove from I St. Louis to Dallas? Fucking ten hours, man. I was supposed to make three fifty, you know, like for the, you know, the weekend and all that. Out. So I'm down there like stuck like Chuck. And I had got, you know, lucky. I used to date a girl. She was a flight attendant. She had an apartment. 
She was like, I right, come through, of course, now, you know. But I, I she let me was gonna let me stay there at the beginning. So when I pulled up, I'm like, I took her out to eat, you know. I spent my money I got on me thinking I'm gonna make this 350. <laughs> and I don't find out till the next day that they're not gonna use me. I'm like, oh, oh shit, now nah, I ain't got no money. I'm stuck down here. And then I did, so Steve, I ended up going to Steve. Steve had a little club called Buku Ray with a, like with a group of uh, guys. And then I ended up doing that club. Steve ended up sliding me 200 bucks. I get home, I, I drive back, my car breaks down. I got a show in, in um, I got a, wait a minute, I got a show in Little Rock. I do a show in Little Rock, I'm on stage, group of rednecks in there. I'm doing my thing. Straight up N word gets thrown. I'll, I'm like from by the audience, myself. yeah. Like these guys, and they like you know. And the, the thing is, is that you know, in your mind, you think like you'll uh, you'll handle racism like head on. You'll uh, just attack it, but then you could just tell these were some real rowdy boys. Like they yeah. were for real rowdy. Like I was like, oh shit, I'm by myself. I'm scared as fuck. So, but I'm talking shit while I'm on the stage. So. I ended up getting the, the 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 promoter manager dude at the club. He like sit and talked to them. The police came. I got in my car. I was supposed to do two more shows. I got in my car and left like in the middle of the night. Gone. Car breaks down in in near where I went to college. I got to get it towed off the side of the highway. I ended up going back to my college town. Called my moms. My moms had to send some money to get my car fixed. I finally get home, and you know, this is me telling her that uh, I wasn't, you know, that you know, comedy is my thing. Like I quit my job and everything, yeah. and now I got a call. It's like literally like a month later. Like yeah, I need you to pick me up. <laughs> like I was like, oh, this ain't gonna go good at all. But I just remember like that whole little run being like just bad, man. Like, so like, you leave, like, you leave St. Louis. You're driving to Dallas. Like cool, three fifty. Then we'll go with the Little Rock, make a little more yeah. money, and yeah. then I'm then I'm gonna come home to St. Louis. I'll be lit. I'm gonna come home about seven hundred. You know, be good. You got nothing. Nothing. You got you, Steve gave you two. Borrow. And then I, you know, like you say, I had to get, get a car got messed up. I had to get that fixed. It was like, yo, I'm stuck. I had to get a hotel when you didn't expect to. You know, like all of the little things. How'd you get? So how'd you get like people starting to look at you before Comic View Def Jam like? I mean, mainly, you know, just, you know, I, I mean, I, like back then we took every TV performance I had. You had the Uptown Comedy Club Flex used to Flex used to have. I went on that show, uh, Apollo, I went on Apollo, and then Def Jam, and then Comic View. But any little thing where I could get on television, I did. And so then that was that. And then uh, Chicago was my big second city. So Chicago used to, of course, have a lot of great comedians coming out of there. Bernie Mac, Adele, Tony Schofield, George Wilborn, young young Damon. Damon was young at the time, uh, you know. But uh, so many, you know, de-raised them. They was much younger, but they were still coming up. But it was like so many comedians coming out of Chicago that they would have their own big company competition. Mm -hmm. So they used to have a Miller Genuine Draft. Yeah. And I went and did that and won. And, you know, you used to get your picture in the Jet magazine if you won. So mm -hmm. that was one of the big ones. I remember being in Jet, feeling all special in the barbershop and going to <laughs> You leave it open? Yeah, check your boy out. You know what I'm saying? You might want to go to page 43. <laughs> 36 right? is yeah, Black Beauty yeah, of the Week. Yeah, yeah, well, look at your boy right there. 
And then I won like a $3,000 check. And when I did the Millie draft, they take that picture with the first big $3,000 yeah. check. But I just remember my mind when I had that $3,000, I just was like rich as hell. Yeah. In my mind, like I'm rich as fuck. Do you remember your first, like, I don't know if it was a club or a theater where you was like, whoa, I'm selling tickets. I'm making a decent amount of money all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, I think one of the first times that I really felt like that was when I came home. I'd like been performing and I came home and did the Fox Theater in St. Louis and it sold out. And that's when you kind of knew. Like it was like, yo, it was sold out the Fox by It was just you. Just me. And I, you know, and I'd been there to see all kinds of people, you know, yeah. Luther Vandross and Sade and all these big acts. And I was like, I'm in here doing this too. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a, a one-man show, too, was the first time, too. Before then, I did a one-man show where I did five characters, and I sold that out, too. That was one of my early kind of memories of, like, all right, I got a real fan base, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's crazy. I always... What about you? Fiend, well, I... You know, come to... The celebrity in the, in Phoenix? No, no, the yeah. club. Oh, really? Well, it was... Uh, I was doing good, like, comic view and everything, but it wasn't like a... She was like, I was on a hamster wheel for a long time. I was yeah, headlining, sure. full-time living, selling a decent amount of tickets, nothing crazy, but not getting like percentage deals at the door. Yeah. Like I'm getting like the set amount and the bonus set sellout, right? And then I just remember I was in Phoenix and I, it was the first time I did a door deal. It was 50-50 and I don't know, whatever the year this was, 12, 13 years ago. <laughs> I just remember the manager who had seen me come in there years just writing like halfway decent checks, not, not, nothing crazy. He was standing there, he's in like this. His name's Casey. He was like, and he gave me the check and slid it to me. And I went, holy shit! Like in the room, he goes, ah, ah. And I was like, this, what? He goes, it's time. It's time. He goes, he goes enjoy it. It's time. I go, what? Is this serious? What the fuck? <laughs> I remember calling like Will Packer. Thanks for putting me in the movie. Yeah. Calling everybody, promoters. Oh, yeah. Thanks for being there for me. I just was like, it was a first like big check. That I saw, I was like, wow. I was like, wow, you could really make a lot of money in this business. It's so crazy. No, yeah. When it happens, you like, yo. And I remember like going from like when I like when I host this comic view, it, you know, the the numbers used to be like smaller back then, but you know, like again, a headliner would get twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, and then you know, you start to go out like and do like some the deaf comedy jam shows or whatever, you might get two thousand to do mm-hmm. a show, but one show. You know, if you did a comedy club, that fifteen hundred was for the week, you right? Know? Like, but then you started getting one show, twenty five hundred, boom. And then after I did Comic View, I remember being in, felt like it was Birmingham, and I charged ten thousand dollars for me to do a show. A theater or a club? It was a theater, but it was ten thousand dollars. You was like, whoa, <laughs> for one night. <laughs> I'm out of here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who's drinking? I was like, oh, I got that buddy itching a hole in my pocket. Who's drinking? <laughs> I, I remember the first time I saw an, a, a $4,000 offer. I'll never get long to live for a comedy club. And I literally, I said, how are they going to make money? If they're yeah. paying me all this, yeah. how, did, how are I, they going to make money? I, I remember thinking, so doing the math, like, there's no way they make any money. That's four thousand dollars. That's impossible. It's impossible for them to win, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to win. 
was like, oh, there's food, food and drink, drink and, and there's and how many tickets can they sell and yeah. how much are the tickets? Yeah, yeah. how many times do they do it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They I remember thinking that, like, they can't make any money. This is impossible. I, there's no way people make more money than me. No, that's it was crazy. And, 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 and the music just started to grow really a lot through that period. That was the fast, that was one of the fastest growing times of comedy. Like when you guys, like once once the, the Kings and all that stuff came up, it was like people just started eating. Everybody was like in the game, you know, like mm-hmm. the Def Jams of it all. Because anybody could throw a jam. Remember, anybody could throw a jam anywhere. Oh, I remember them doing D period, E period, F period jam. And they like, no, nah, we didn't steal it. It's yeah. different. Yeah, I was like, true. what, Dave, Eddie, and Frank, Frank jam? Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, nah, it's not that. Yeah. No, nah, that's the truth, too. They just flip the name a little bit and be like, no, nah, we ain't steal nothing. And, them, and they be popping off, though. I mean, Jamario is Jamario. That's what I think about that hamburger. Shucky <laughs> ducky quack quack. Shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> what about, uh, remember T.P. Hearn? T.P. Hearn. This is all the clapping. Yeah. We had the same first manager when I first got to L.A. It was two T.P.s. It was a T.P. Hearn and a T.P. What was the dude out of Memphis? He, he was T.P. something. There was Prescott out of Memphis. Yeah. It wasn't just TP. Yeah, it was another TP, something out of out of Memphis and TP Hearn. TP Hearn was the first guy I saw Bomb. Really? Bomb. And I went, oh wow. In LA, like that at the improv, I was like this. Oh, oh, oh that's man. tough, man. When you when it usually when it be in the room too, you be like, man, I don't want no smoke right there. I don't want no part of that. What's different if the room is like messed up but when you got an improv where there's eight people and seven of them do great <laughs> and you ate yeah. it up like this oh uh, man yeah you look bad up there that was a bad one though that was a that's bad i've seen some i've seen some bad ones i don't see them that much anymore no but when you first come up that's when you see all the bombs no i did i remember a bomb one night i had a um i used to do a comedy club in St. Louis, and it was down in down by the riverfront, and I charged all this money for people to come see me, and you know it was like, yo, all right, cool. And I got out there, and I just, ah, I don't know, it just wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you look at you trying to do a joke, it's just like not working. I like literally stopped the show. It's like, look, man, I'll give y'all money back if you want to, you know, go. And people came back and went their money back. <laughs> I thought, you know how you said it's almost like like cute. I didn't mean it. It's almost like face for Thanksgiving. He didn't really yeah. mean it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, but you know, I get it. And people got in line, was like, yeah, run that back. I was like, oh man, I that's I felt so bad. That was the worst ever. Why do you think it happened? <sighs> Who knows, man? You know, like I mean, a lot of times, you know. You could just feel like you the man in situations and just not paying attention to the flow of the audience or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. it was just like, I don't know. I just could not get this audience on my side. And and then it just went. It went to the point to where I couldn't even figure out how to dig out the hole. Like every joke felt like inadequate and terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ah, I'm in my head now. I just got to stop. Oh, I just that- got to stop. Yeah, I've had, I think the last time I could say I like ate it and just was because of the show was in Memphis, probably had to be 20 years ago. Remember yeah. they did the Mud Island Amphitheater? It was outside. Yeah. Oh, I ate outside. They, they, 
I'm not gonna say who the comics were, but they they pulled a fast one on me. They had me headline. I had no business headline. I wasn't I clearly wasn't the biggest name on the Okay. It it literally I'm not saying damn near, but uh it'd be like me, you, Steve, and Bernie in two thousand one, and I'm gonna go last. Right, what was that about? <laughs> like literally, Cedric. They brought me up the headline and I walk out and I go, What's up, Memphis? It looked like the end of a football game and everyone was leaving. Oh. Like they were just leaving. Like I didn't get booed, but talk about nobody paying attention. Oh. I was like, and I'm sitting here, uh, and I just remember there was like a group of like four women over here dying. Remember they said, and I go, This show's for these four motherfuckers. Just right. it. <laughs> Fuck the other 5,000 that are leaving. They were just, get, the person went before me said goodnight. And then the host brought me up, and it was like they thought the show was over. Over. There was a like, big name yeah. on that show, and I was like, Gary yes. Owen. <laughs> and they they had me convinced, like, nah, man, yeah, like you 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 on the rise, man. They waiting for you, and I was like, oh, for real? Okay. And I got done. I go, these motherfuckers sucking me. Shit. And the headline in that show I had no business. And I think it was because it was such a strong show. And I'll I'll tell you, I guess I could say it now. It's been twenty years. It was like Cheryl Underwood, Lavelle, Bruce Bruce. This is 20 years ago. Yeah. Right? I'm still beast. And I'm like this. I went last. Yeah. And I was like this. Now it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Right, for sure. Back then, I was like, I shouldn't have been last on that show. I should not have been last. And I don't know who made that call. I was just like this. It's always, that's a trip too, like on, on, on shows whenever, you know, you do the order or or like decide like I, I don't like to follow like really blue comics like comics that are like super blue like you know and I remember I had to follow TK Kirkland one time and he, you know he he's so good at what he do like on yeah. top of that such right? in his so world it just was like you I could not follow it with the with my you had to recognize that like this dude out here like in his lane and he's like good at it so mm-hmm. he just got the crowd going I mean we was in Denver just like ah <laughs> yeah. and I was like, man, so you know, you just got to make a negotiation, you know, because you're like your ego be like, yo, I gotta be last and I gotta be next to last. I was like, hey man, dog, you need to go. You need I need to go in front of you, man. <laughs> like that's on, that's on everything. But it should be pretty simple. Like when people call me, like uh friends that are trying to put shows together and stuff, I go, the lineups are easy when they ask me about the lineup if I'm on it. Right. And I'll be like, it's easy. Who's getting the most money? Boom. They going last. Who's getting the least? Boom. They going first. Right. And it goes accordingly. That's what it should be. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the spirit of it. Like, if you want to do a good show, right, you definitely got situations where you like, yeah, this, because you go to Miami, you know, you know, you got a real hood or Atlanta, like at, uh, what you like, at Uptown, mm-hmm. you be in a hood sometimes, you be like, yeah, let me just work this order so that, again, I'm not going to lead an audience without a good show because they, they don't make a choice about somebody like mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Be like, they're not really there for the cerebral comedy or somebody that might be really funny, but they got smart style, you know, mm-hmm. like at that. Like, you got to be able to bring that around. So you basically said you don't agree with what I just said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the right way because of the money, though, right? The money like is the money, right? So but, you just shot down everything I just yeah, fucking said, fuck said, thanks. JJ closes, Gary. Like, JJ closes most of my show. So, the Malik goes before. I'm, I'm first, yeah, Gary. I'm first. Yeah, yeah, Set the entertainer. You, I go first. Well, I'll rock with these guys, but you know, like, I mean, we definitely, like, you know, we did the comedy get down, and it was like, Eddie Griffin was like somebody that, again, he's a 
very blue comic that mm-hmm. I'm like, I much rather go in front of Eddie Griffin. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to follow Eddie Griffin. Like mm-hmm. you know, because he's he got a different freer energy with his audience the way he speaks. Well, well that, yeah. I think this should be last. Like mm-hmm. that, but you know, the guys didn't want that. So then we end up. Eddie ended up going second. DL went third. Then I went fourth. Oh, okay. I can so see. Then, but when you guys, when you got like an ensemble show like that, I guess when everybody's kind of making the same amount somewhat, then you kind of make yeah, those decisions. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can make decisions. But if, yeah, if somebody's headlining, sure. I, I agree. If they headlining, you got to, you know. My like, thing I always said was like, don't take headliner money if you don't want to headline. No, that's for real. I always say that. I mean, you know. You definitely, you know, I mean, it is those who sell tickets to, you know, you understand that it's people that sell tickets and they just, the the number, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily need to be headlining sometimes either, you know, but mm-hmm. but I like, uh, you know, I like the, 90, the uh, 85 South guys, right? And they all kind of just super popping and they all got, you know, a lane where you're like, all right, cool, but on a show like that, should I be still go last? I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, you basically disagree with everything I said. It's fine. It's good. No, it's good. It's, oh, it's generational. I don't know why I even brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> We're like being polite to each other. Yeah, I can see that, but but listen, your, your point, the point you yeah. making is different than the point I'm making. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. That's good, man. Uh, glad I got you your money. That's one is classic. Well, at least you know I pay. You do. You do. You're a very honorable person, man. Because you know who makes me wait? Kevin Hart. Oh, always. Did we bet every time the Bengals play the Eagles? And it's years. And I'll see him be like, oh, I got to get the money to you. you Oh, yeah, yeah, I got to do it. What's your BMO, man? I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. (laughs) I had to go down to Kevin Hart Studios and pick it up one day. I was like, Kev. I'm coming down today. Because I, I suckered him. I go, where you at? He goes, I was just in the office today. I go, all right. Hey, look, man, I'm in LA. I'm stopping by about a half hour. <laughs> Send somebody to the bank. Please don't tell me you don't have it. <laughs> you don't have $2,000? Really? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not going to be. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't have it? That's not a good story, Kev. Yeah. Not for you. <laughs> right. I don't buy it. Just cast a Jumanji 2 residual. Right, residual. Third, the, the second residual check, the, yeah. the, the meltdown, <laughs> the, the V, the VOD part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll okay. see you. Uh, I guess I'll, next time I see you on the show, I, I guess I'll go last. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah you bet. Yeah, for sure. I'm with that. All right, man. I'll thanks for coming on. I'm still a lot of money though. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'll be like pitching your, in the room like the hoes. I like your, I like your pit. I like your point though. But it's good. What the fuck? So I said, why am I going up before Cedric? Oh, I'm going up after him? No, 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 no. That's no, no, good. No. Like he said, he said you can kill it. He said you'll murder it. <laughs> you cut him room. Gee, nah, man, they're waiting on you on the ride. You good, dog. Like, so. that's how you do it. Go, go, yeah. go, 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 go. go. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I already went out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, man, for All coming right, on. Sure, man. Big up, dog. Appreciate it. Man.